Welcome to the Mornings with Sue and Andy podcast for Tuesday, June 6th. David Johnson is set to appear at a House of Commons committee this week investigating claims of foreign interference. At the same time, calls continue for his resignation as the government's special rapporteur. We get the latest from Global News Chief Political Correspondent David Aiken. Next, in an effort to help you stretch your grocery dollars, we get the Mornings with Sue and Andy crew back together for another grocery cart comparison. This time out with a special assignment, we're shopping four different stores in a quest to make the most economical spaghetti and meatball dinner for a family of six. And finally, by land, sea or air, when it comes to planning the perfect getaway, the travel lady has you covered. We catch up with Leslie Cater for suggestions on some amazing vacations by train. David Johnston is set to appear at a House of Commons committee investigating claims of foreign interference as calls continue for his resignation as the government's special rapporteur. Joining us to help set the stage ahead of today's testimony is Global News Chief Political Correspondent David Aiken. Good morning to you, David. Thanks for being with us. Yeah, no problem, guys. We've got that wildfire smoke here in Ottawa, the same smoke you had a couple of weeks ago just descending on the city. And And I guess where there's smoke, there's fire, or probably fireworks, uh, you know, at this uh, committee meeting this morning. Okay, so can you set the stage for us? What are we expecting from today's testimony? Well, uh, here's what happened. Last week, all opposition conservatives of bloc, they all voted in favor of a motion to essentially say to the government, you got to let David Johnson go. He can't continue a special rapporteur on this foreign election file. Why? A couple of reasons, or the main reasons, Johnson was charged with investigating foreign interference that may have benefited the Trudeau Liberals and may have involved China. One of their methodologies may have been trying to give a donation to the uh, Trudeau Foundation. This is the foundation named after Pierre Trudeau, not Justin. And Johnson, well, the opposition says he's got a long history of social connections with Justin Trudeau and Pierre Trudeau, and he's a member of the Trudeau Foundation. And so how can he be expected to impart and neutrally um, investigate allegations that involve the Trudeaus and the Trudeau Foundation. So for that reason, they say he needs to go, and they're going to they're, they're going to present that to him directly today at this committee meeting. Um, I mentioned this motion in the House of Commons. It's what's called a non-binding motion, which means the government is free to ignore it. And sure enough, yesterday, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau saying he is standing by his man. He thinks Johnson is the right guy for the job. and He's got every confidence in his impartiality. And Johnson, to, for Johnson himself says, my mandate is from the government, not from the House. And he has work he wants to get done over the summer. He's going to go around the country holding public hearings, asking people, okay, how do we do a better job of improving our system to protect? protected from bad actors that come from other countries. So that's Johnson's side. Johnson obviously sounds like, from what you're saying, David, he's going to follow through with the task at hand that he's been given. But it's probably safe to assume that uh, Johnson knows his integrity is going to come under attack at this committee meeting, Mm -hmm. this one here, and maybe even over the next uh, several weeks and months ahead. So what do we expect for David Johnson? How how will this end for him? (laughs) Well, Johnson has a budget from the government to do this special rapporteur work, and uh, he spent some of it on a high-profile communications crisis communications firm. So I guess they're going to give him some advice on what to say today. But if if we can probably take a hint from his reaction a couple of weeks ago when reporters, including yours truly, sort of brought up this issue of conflict of interest, a perceived conflict of interest, he was indignant. And he is going to say, listen, for 40, 45 years, he's got this long history of nonpartisan involvement in our politics and our public discussions. He'd been a debate moderator at, uh, you know, during election campaigns. He was the moderator when 
when Brian Mulroney turned to John Turner and said, you, sir, you had an option. That was Johnson, who was the moderator of that debate. Stephen Harper appointed him then to lead an inquiry into the Mulroney Airbus affair. That's, what, 15 years ago? And at that time... Uh, a very young Pierre Polyev tape surfaced of him this week saying um, that Johnson is the perfect guy for the job. He is so impartial and he's got a great track record. Pierre Polyev has a different line today, but that was Polyev 15 years ago. And, of course, Stephen Harper appointed David Johnson as the governor general. So Johnson's going to say, look at all this thing. People, liberals, conservatives have had no problem with any of my work up until now. And there's no reason to suggest that I'm now putting the thumb on the scale for anybody. So Johnson himself, that's one issue. As far as his work as special rapporteur goes, and that report that he you know, came out with a couple of weeks ago, do, obviously there are going to be more questions about that and his findings, correct? Yeah, we hope. And this is the thing. I think that is the, that's the substance of the matter. Opposition MPs, or all MPs, they can really drive the bus. They're the ones who lead the questioning. But yes, I think I've heard from opposition MPs that say, Johnson says we can't know about some of the stuff he saw because it's, quote, top secret, and you can't put it on the public record. But MPs believe some of it. There is a way to put at least some of it on the record. So this is an opportunity for MPs, and they've got, they've got a three-hour-long meeting here. Normally, these meetings are a couple of hours, sometimes just an hour. They're going to take three hours today. And, you know, sure, they're going to knock Johnson around, or there's going to be some back and forth on that. But this is an opportunity for MPs to say, okay, let's go over some of the evidence you saw in these intelligence briefies, in this top secret stuff that tells us what's been going on. And that, uh, and it could be interference, alleged interference from China, from Iran, from Russia. And that way, if MPs get a better sense of the scope and scale of this stuff, then MPs can come up with some suggestions about how to fix it. That's, I think, what, at the end of the day, probably MPs and certainly a lot of Canadians like to see. Going to be interesting as we move ahead. Thanks for the update, David. We appreciate it. Hey, no problem. Have a great morning, guys. You too. That is David Aiken, Global News Chief Political Correspondent. We've been doing grocery comparisons for the past handful of weeks, going and looking at some of the basic products and comparing prices at the various grocery stores. And we are doing it again, but with a little bit of a twist this morning. So we've looked so far at eight of the major grocery stores and compared the prices on basics. This time we're going to a few more stores, different stores, more maybe specialty stores in Calgary and looking at the cost to feed a family spaghetti and meatballs. So a family of six with a basic spaghetti and meatballs balls dinner and uh, Andy let's start with you where did you go this time and break it down for us well you know it's never simple with me so I gotta no, expand I and, and share my thoughts in that I'm a statistician I'm a guy who likes statistician to, yeah, you know, yeah absolutely because and something like that uh, because of my weather background I look at numbers yes. I look at averages so for me I had a hard time and, and recent uh, Sue will agree with this because if you're not comparing exactly apples to apples mm. I was like well it's not a fair comparison but I had to wrap my head around it, and I always get on board because I'm a team player. You I'm are. The it's true. <laughs> in the sense that that's not the way people shop always. So this task did was a good fit because it's like, okay, you land in this store. What can you put together? Mm-hmm. So you, you folks handed me Sunterra. Yeah. And quite frankly, I was thinking, oh, my gosh, I don't have any chance of coming out on top with this. How do you stretch a dollar? Because Sunterra is so specialized. Mm-hmm. They do some great things, super Calgary success story. I won't have a chance. Oh, boy, I was surprised. Sonterra does great things and, again, super fancy products if you want them. Mm-hmm. But you can get the, uh, the, the nitty-gritty stuff. So I found ground beef, uh, lean ground beef, uh, $9.64, uh, 482 uh, kilograms, 0.42. So just, just a little over a pound, right? That was nine sixty four. 
They had some very fancy and, and very expensive sauces in my mind, but they also had the Hunt's Rich and Thick can, 680 milliliters, for two ninety nine. So you can get that, yeah. As well, I found some uh, linguine. It's called Del Verde. That's the brand, 450 grams. We got a pound of that for, for $2.99. Um, coming in, my spaghetti dinner at $15.62. Mm. And I did find in one of our discussions behind the scenes, you want Parmesan? Well, you might not need a whole bag, but that's how they sell it, right? I could add on some parm for $7.29, but the basics, $15.62 at Sunterra. Interesting. Okay, let's go Dave McIver. What do you got? I went, or did I go, to Blush Lane because what we did is we noticed, oh, free delivery from Blush Lane. So they work through spud.ca. Okay. And I found my pound of ground beef, lean ground beef, that is, for $7.99. 500, 500 grams of spaghetti, organic. Everything's organic uh, from here on out. $3.99. And then 739 milliliters of organic tomato basil for $7.99 for a grand total of $19.97. Interesting. Okay. Not too bad. And the parm parm was, I just before. Oh, sorry. Don't forget the parm. Andy had to add the the parm. Organic rated parm, $7.19. So that would bring you up to $28.16. So maybe you're skipping the parm if you're trying to keep it under 20 bucks. So I went to the Calgary Farmer's Market, the new one in the Northwest. And, you know, I, I really like farmer's markets and, you know, different markets. You go and support local vendors. I'd love to be able to do that all the time. And I wanted to go there to see what kind of prices that I could actually feed a family of six. And, you know, there's a lot of different choices at farmer's markets. You know, they have different meat vendors. And to be honest, if you make a little talk to the person that runs it, they may even give you a deal if you buy it in bulk as well, which we'll get to Sue in her bulk purchases in a minute here. (laughs) But what I found on average, you had meat going from around $9 a pound to $11 a pound, depending on what area of the of the market you were going to and then pasta sauce there's a lot of different options for pasta sauce and the prices really varied on this one and it was not cheap so for 500 milliliters of a pasta sauce was about 950 at one place 375 was ten dollars at wow. one place of course organic all organic mm-hmm. stuff right so it's specialty made by these local vendors and i guess that's where you have to pay that little extra mm-hmm. fee and then there's another place that you could get a liter of pasta sauce for 17 dollars. Oh. so that's about 850 for about the same about 500 milliliters but the thing is when i went there i wanted to get everything for this spaghetti and meatball dinner lots of pasta sauce out there lots of meat no spaghetti there's really? no spaghetti at the farmer's market i did find one place that had some fresh pasta but for one serving it was like eight dollars so that is just outlandish i want to go there and be able to support these kind of places but if i can't if i have to go to multiple stores just to make a simple spaghetti mm-hmm. and meatballs dinner it's not worth it because just with the meat and sauce alone i was at 19 dollars already and if you're on a budget feeding a family of six yeah that's a lot of money. It's that changes lot. things dramatically. Your bottom line, yours to over 20 bucks. Then? Over 20 okay, bucks. And 20 I still bucks. have to hope, hopefully have spaghetti of my own at home already. Well, okay. So I went to Costco because there are a lot of people who have a Costco membership. Mm-hmm. So I guess the caveat is that you have to buy the Costco membership to begin with. Well, we have that aside. We know, okay. Okay, that's so that's part care. of it, right? So, but you, if you have a big family and you are trying to save some money, then that probably is worth it because spread over a year, that's pretty uh, a pretty decent price to pay, right, to get the prices for the groceries. So here we go. Uh, ground beef, you buy it in bigger pieces, mm-hmm. and then you freeze it probably. Mm-hmm. But four fifty four a pound, yeah. four fifty four a pound wow. for lean ground beef. So I was able to buy sauce, a four-pack of sauce for eleven ninety nine. 
which broke down to two ninety nine each mm-hmm. for a six hundred and fifty milliliter jar, so under three bucks for the sauce. Pasta, a six pack of pasta, twelve ninety nine. 450 grams. You all use the same, but one pack. So two sixteen, two dollars and sixteen cents okay. for the pasta. And um, then I went with Parmesan and I bought a 680 gram jar of Parmesan that will last me until 2048. And it cost me 16.99. So overall, if you break it down sort of individually, I'm under 10 bucks for a meal of pasta and meat sauce for a family of six, $9.69 with a little sprinkling of Parmesan on there as well would add a little bit to it, but it was tough to break down because the Parmesan was literally so big. But just for the wow. pasta sauce and the meat, under $10 at Costco. Uh, that's pretty incredible. I mean, especially if you're trying to cut those costs and you have a big family, get that Costco card. Seems yeah. to make sense. Do you I mean, have the total for the enti- like for your trip? Well, uh, it would have been like 35 bucks probably or more. But you can spread that out over... Yeah, no, that's yeah. the point. Yeah. Being yeah. a family of 60 over in Sue's house. For sure. Yeah. I mean, that would... So all of that would feed my family of six four times over. Yeah. With what well, I bought. Yeah, there are caveats. Like, you have to have the deep freeze in the card. But again, we're talking real world. Mm-hmm. And that's why when we did the originals with the... Just the Safeway and the Selby's and the Superstore co-op, um, you know, people were saying, well, what about this? So that's why we did the what about this. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it, it deals to be... We got a great text, by the way. Kelly says, hey, anyone go to Safeway or Sobeys this week? They have 88-cent pasta and sauce this week. Okay, wow. that's great. So they must have heard we were doing this. <laughs> yeah, clearly. So, I mean, technically there, the the meat aside, you'd get to two for 88, which is what, $1.76 plus your meat. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are deals. But I think the bigger picture is if you have four or six people, what are your go-tos to stretch those dollars to do the full meal? Like spaghetti and meatballs, that's a fantastic. I was really shocked that it broke down to so little at Costco. I really was. So under $10, I thought that was pretty amazing. I'm not shocked. You know, yeah, I'm not shocked have, either. You have to have kind of a setup to begin with, like you say. Yeah. yeah. The thing is with Costco, you can't actually leave there without spending $300. So. <laughs> Therein lies yes. the rub, right? You've got to have a little bit of cash in your bank. Yeah. But it sounds like when you spend $300, you're actually getting the value of $500 or $600. Exactly. Absolutely. QR Calgary, talk on FM and mornings with Sue and Andy. Could you want anything more? Talk on FM, QR Calgary. He's leaving, leaving. Oh, Georgia. Planes, trains, or automobiles. If you're planning your summer travel, the travel lady thinks a train ride might just be the way to go. We say good morning <laughs> to the travel lady herself, Leslie Cater. Hi, Les. Good morning, Sue. Let's talk a little bit about train travel. Why is it so great? What, why you, do you like it so much? Oh, you know, train travel is just, it's, it's just got that old-fashioned thing about it. You know, the sound of the wheels going over the rails and the sitting there comfortable looking out the window. You know, you compare it to a flight. We, I saw an article the other day that said you spend more time preparing, getting to the airport, waiting, going through security, waiting for your bags on the other end, than sometimes you spend in the air. So train travel makes sense mm. in a lot of ways. Could, could we almost draw a parallel between a train trip and a cruise in the sense that, yeah, sometimes just for transportation, but other times to just shut down and enjoy the travel and not have to plan and be behind the wheel, for example? Exactly, that's right. I mean, you know, there's famous trains all over the world where you can ride the rails in luxury. Um, I love the fact of in Europe, they have such a great rail network. Mm -hmm. You get on those high-speed trains, you don't need to do an internal flight from one country to another. You know, three hours and you're there and you've got um, lunch service on the train. I love it. 
It is brilliant in Europe, I agree, and sadly not the same in Canada. But there are some trains that do run across our country. Passengers 